This podcast is recorded on the ancestral lands of the Tongva people. Welcome to the Create Well podcast, where we explore the intersections of creativity, wellness, and entrepreneurship. I'm Erica Elon, artist, wannabe athlete, and a minimalist with a bunch of dog toys around my apartment <laughs> right now. <laughs> you can find my work on IG at, at Erica Elon. And I'm Ray Saragosa, singer-songwriter, roller skater, dog mom, children's music composer, and you can find my work on IG at, at Ray Saragosa. Today, we are talking about joy and creativity with the creator of Spirit Rangers, a new Netflix animated series, Carissa Valencia. They said if I wanna make it, gotta starve and stress and sell. But if I'm gonna be an artist, well, I wanna create well. Yeah, you gotta create well. Okay, here we are. Episode 19, is it? 19. Oh my gosh. This is so crazy. We're almost like two decades of a person. person If we counted each episode as a year. Now we've been doing the mini sods, so we're really like solidifying our growth. Yeah. (laughs) We're here. We're not going anywhere. This is really cool it doesn't feel new anymore no, uh-uh. and it's really nice because yeah. this morning it was beautiful and it was foggy and we could hear all the fog horns this yeah. morning and the sun like just came mm-hmm. out so even though we're remote recording this yeah. i like see the sun on your face and the sun just I came know, in I see this, it's the same sun it's the same sun it's not a different one it's a, <laughs> recording under the same sun oh, this <laughs> i love is it really beautiful um so we're recording this uh you know a couple days before this was released so we're just fresh out of this wild day yeah fresh out of some domestic terrorism by white supremacists so yeah. Yeah, I guess we're just hoping that, you know, you all are are doing okay right now Um, and checking in with your your people and your loved ones, because. um, ooh, that was a lot and it was heavy. And I just I keep thinking, right, just like we talk about this a lot, but like white folks and and oh, this was so crazy because we're all like watching the news or many of us are watching different feeds or seeing Mm -hmm. the memes that are coming out, whatever. And I just kept being struck over and over. I'm like, I look like that girl. I look like that girl. (laughs) That looks like me. That looks like my cousin. Mm. That looks like my mom. Like these are um, Mm. my community members and my family and Um, they are endangering the lives of so many and threatening the lives of so many. And I just know that I'm so grateful for so many of the white women in my life who are, you know, having hard conversations right now and like, and, Mm -hmm. and entering into this process, but we have such a responsibility. So to the white, mostly women, I know there's some white men that listen to this too, but like, I hope that this is a, you know, moves us all, um, to take action. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and just, you know, to everyone, I mean, you so many folks in like the indigenous community and, and, you know, folks that I follow that I, um, have been 
reading the yeah. memes and reading the things yeah. that they post um a lot of it is like just mm-hmm. breathe just breathe because i feel like this is very a tr- very triggering to see how different a circumstance is treated when it's not um you know by poc yep. folks um you know and you know it's like how how different this would have gone down you yeah. know if it was a black lives matter um demonstration um it's just very sickening and very triggering and all i keep thinking to myself is like to all the folks who told me i was being dramatic when i said that there is racial inequality and that people are treated differently because of the color of their skin this is exactly a like a actual proof you know and that is um in some ways, like you're just like, yeah, I told you so. In other ways, it's just like very sickening and very, very sad and um, very triggering. So everyone out there, just breathe mm. and remember that uh, we're on this train, we're on this journey, and we're gonna keep chugging forward and we're gonna keep making change and we're gonna keep opening people's eyes and we're gonna take each wild day and wild circumstance um, and just keep breathing through it and. And know that there are there are brighter days ahead, and a lot of times revolution and change is very hurtful and hard and mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, otherwise, Erica, how are you doing today? today? I'm happy. The sun is out. Um, How's the, the puppy? puppy? Is currently whining mm-hmm. a little. If you can hear anything, <laughs> I hear a f- I hear a few <laughs> puppy whines. Puppy whine. Um, but she's really, really sweet and funny and she cracks me up every day. So I don't know. I've been like, yeah, she's great. Oh my gosh. How's your puppy? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, this is like kind of gross, but Bronx, like I thought he was gonna, like I woke up to him like staring at me and I thought he was going to throw up and then he kind of like threw up in his mouth and then she oh, wanted to save your bed. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh gosh, please don't throw up in my bed. And like, you know, it's kind of like when you have an animal, like these things aren't gross, you know, it's just like, you love it so much. You love them so much that you're like, you know what? That was gross. And you just like threw up in your mouth, but like, I love you. And, um, <laughs> I was talking to, um, my my guy this morning and he was like oh is bronx watching the news too oh my god <laughs> he like threw up in his mouth oh my god <laughs> <laughs> he can't handle it anymore oh He's my like, god too much yeah chaos. so anyway that was uh just the latest from uh the old dog puppy uh chronicles over here but uh otherwise um you know i'm i'm good i'm like adjusting to like having to do work again and like the new year and i feel like i'm moving really slow i've been in some like physical pain this week i've had some like real i've had like acid reflux Mm. for like most of my life coming back Mm -hmm. and forth in and out and it's been like really bad this week really weird um and i like feel like kind of this persistent heartburn like someone's like which is hard on your vocal cords really hard on my vocal cords so luckily it hasn't gone like i've i feel fine um in terms of my vocal cords and my my throat is really just more like lower but it is a little scary and so i'm like taking some medicine right now i don't like taking medicine Mm. ever i'm like 
you know, I mean, I'm all for medicine. Yeah, medicine yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> but take your medicine. <laughs> but uh, my, I, I like my body is yeah. so sensitive. And every time I take anything, I feel like. Right. Yeah, but good. good. Yeah, I feel like we both jumped into work this week and are like, well, oh yeah. <laughs> the new year I know, and then I know, yesterday. And I so know. it's just been kind of like a weird you know yeah and it's okay to be like kind to ourselves like listeners out there creatives like you know sometimes like coming out of sometimes you kind of need some time like i feel like we all feel like oh it's a new year gonna like jump into action and <laughs> be perfect and it's okay to, to right. move a little slow at the beginning definitely slow right now yeah. oh i loved listening yeah. to your interview this week oh i'm so excited about this interview. it's so what oh my gosh think? well carissa is it's just fun listening to her and it's like, oh, it makes so much sense that she is mm. writing for children because you can tell she's in touch with mm. like her child, like wonder of everything, oh. <laughs> um, I know. which I learn a lot from that, from creating from that space because like you mentioned in it and yeah. I know it'll get there, but like sometimes I take myself too seriously. Sometimes as an often. Mm. <laughs> so just hearing mm. the like place of joy and place of excitement that she creates yeah. from is um, really inspiring. And what you all are doing yeah. is, is part of the revolution of what's happening. Right. Um, so that yeah. is like, yeah i'm so excited for you i'm so excited for her the whole team of indigenous writers it's like it's so profound i cannot wait to hear hear more from her and that being said i feel like i just talked about everything about her and we didn't really say who she is or who you're talking to oh yeah i mean she needs no introduction (laughs) i'm okay so well this interview today is with carissa valencia who is the creator and showrunner of Spirit Rangers, a new Netflix animated series following uh, three siblings that live in a national park who are both Chumash and Cowlitz. So cute. And it's a really exciting project. It's it's really a groundbreaking project. Um, Carissa is truly a trailblazing storyteller, and I am very 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 lucky and humbled and grateful to be on the spirit rangers team as a composer on Mm. the show and um it was really amazing to talk to carissa about how art should be fun you know and i and we talk a a bit about how much pressure it can feel to be Mm. like you're doing something new or you're, you're one of the first to do something especially when you're um looking you know when you're representing a marginalized racial group it feels like a lot of pressure and a pressure that I um, I often feel very overwhelmed with, um, you know, being a woman of color, being someone of indigenous ancestry, someone of, you know, uh, descendants of of multiple different marginalized groups that I want to advocate for and and represent and, and scream mm. from the rooftops on, you know, on behalf of or whatnot. Um, and I feel that pressure. And sometimes I get really scared of like, uh, whether or not I am equipped to, to be that kind of um, storyteller. But the way that Carissa has just taken it so much, she's like, you know what, Ray? Like we like this, like, basically like spirit Rangers is like the, we're going to be one of the first and then there's going to be more. And then every single time they'll do, it'll be better and better mm. and better. And she just isn't afraid of, 
trying and having fun and and going for it and i just i admire that so much and so yay so here's here's carissa interview with carissa Hi, Carissa. Hi, Ray. I'm so happy to be here. I am so, so happy that you're here. Um, <laughs> everyone listening knows already a little bit about you, not only because I introduced you in the opening, but also because you are one of my top 10 creatives of 2020 in our holiday special. Oh, um, my heart. And I've talked a bit about Spirit Rangers and um, my own journey of like becoming a part of the team and, you know, just, uh, composing for the show and everything. Mm -hmm. And that being a part of my creative practice and haven't talked too much about it. It's all been pretty mysterious because it is (laughs) an exciting new project, but, um, I'm just so excited to have you here. And so, um, although we already introduced you a little bit in the opening, I would love for you to introduce yourself in your own words to all of our listeners here at the Create Well podcast. Great. Okay. Well, let's see. So my name is Carissa. Again, Ray, thank you for having me. This is so fun to chat all things creative and wellness and spirit ranger. This is like the perfect storm. Um, So I am a writer, producer. Um, I'm originally, I grew up with two hometowns, I would say. I grew up between San Diego and um, San Inez Valley, which is where the Shumash Reservation is. My parents are divorced, so I was bouncing around between the two all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, and now I'm right here in Studio City in LA, right between the two. Wow, amazing. And so growing up in between two worlds, like how was that for you growing up? Was that something that was exciting and you got to like kind of see the world from two different lenses, whether it was like in San Diego and San Inez, or was it challenging as a kid or like, how, how was that? Yes, that is a, such a good question because it, looking back now, it just shaped me as an artist and yeah. as a person because I really you know, like as a modern native person, we kind of always have like one foot in tradition Mm. and another foot in the modern world, you know, like I love going to Coachella, but I also love like (laughs) going to powwows and like like, sacred ceremonies, like we do both. And I think growing up between those two is really kind of where that started to set in for me, like Mm. growing up in San Diego, very touristy, it's a huge city, and then go home to the res, where like, our casino at the time was just like a tent, (laughs) there was no stoplights. Wow, it is Um, like, it is pretty epic now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was like country, and then back home, yeah, it was just totally different. Um, And I just love when like those two things combine and like how they contrast. So that's what really excites me as a, as a writer and a person. Yes. And that's Uh what I I, I so much enjoy about your work and and the whole mission of Spirit Rangers, which I would love to hear you speak on about kind of that coming of the two worlds combining. How does that relate to Spirit Rangers? Yes, I guess that's what I should have said in my intro is that I created Spirit Rangers, which is an upcoming Netflix series um, within their animation team. It's a preschool series that follows the Sky Cedar family. They are 
the kids are Eddie, Cody, and Summer, and they can magically transform into their own animal spirit. And when they do, the whole um, they live in a national park, and that whole park comes to life with all the spirits that have kind of been there from the dawn of time. Yeah. So that, you know, Spirit Rangers really is for me the epitome of the kind of that one foot in both worlds. Because mm-hmm. I, as a kid, was. I've been an animation nerd my whole life. Like animation really? is my home. Oh my gosh. It's so cool. Like when I was in like school and stuff. Like, yeah. Like I went to Syracuse for grad school mm-hmm. and everybody else was writing like, you know, they're like intense dramas or mm-hmm. like, I don't know, super film school mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm writing fairy tales or animation wow. stuff. I just love it. Um, and as an animation nerd, I would of course like follow any representation of natives I can get and I always Mm. felt so lucky that like as I'm a 90s baby and everybody had their own favorite princess I'm curious Mm. what yours was Ray and I was really happy to know (laughs) that there was Pocahontas and I just felt like oh my god I can see myself in her she was my hero and like growing up when you realize like her story wasn't told from a native perspective it was like I was human trafficking so terrible but just kind of really stuck with me and like I really want to see more native heroes mm. and like what could I do to create that and like wow. spirit rangers is like my love for superheroes and magic and monsters that's just like my bread and butter as a writer but like with wow. native magic and like native creatures and wow. natives as superheroes like that's what I wanted to see and like they're just everyday kids they mess up yeah they're funny uh, you know like yeah so that's kind of where that all wow. came together the heart of spirit rangers i would say with the, those themes that's so exciting and I, I just i wish like everyone listening i'm like could see and hear and read like all the fantastical <laughs> like wonder that spirit rangers is and will be able to eventually <laughs> but um i i really appreciate um the mission of spirit rangers and your mission um you know as a writer and an animator and you know a storyteller which is very much aligned with my mission, which is like representation, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that when we're younger, it's, spe- you know, I, I, even now, you know, like there's so many people that, you know, I watch television and I watch movies and to see yourself reflected back at you is yeah. one of the most validating and like cathartic mm-hmm. and wonderful feelings, especially as an artist, you know? And when I was younger, I really didn't, I really didn't feel that, you know, other than like Pocahontas or, you know, um, like for me, like Mulan and things like that, I really felt Mm -hmm. like I saw myself and it was frustrating and I couldn't really turn on like the Disney channel or like Nickelodeon and really feel like there were stories that there was like a a girl hero that looked like me that felt like Mm -hmm. me. And so I really, it's very exciting it's very exciting um, with Spirit Rangers and with, you know, many other shows, especially, you know, that, that Chris Nee is working on and we can talk yeah. about Chris Nee and, and her work, but cause I think, especially in the preschool age, you know, this is like the yep. very earliest that you're probably watching television mm-hmm. and to be able to see yourself reflected. And then also to know that your friends are seeing characters that yes. remind you of yourself is mm-hmm. just, that is absolutely world changing you know it is mm-hmm. absolutely world changing and so um I just I have to like pinch myself like every day that 
that this, not only that I get to like be a part of this project, but also that it exists and that children get to, are going to get to watch it because representation and seeing yourself reflected back at you, um, in the arts is so important. And that's why, you know, as creators and storytellers, it's like, this, mm-hmm. I, I do feel this like sense of responsibility of, yes. uh, of speaking mm-hmm. up for our, um, uh, for our experiences, um, you know, not only as like indigenous folks, but as also like uh, in folks of intersectional identities and um, speaking for children, like, like these three kids who, who do have like an intersectional identity and having like uh, their feet in both worlds. And so, yes. um, yeah, it's just, it's just very exciting. Um, oh, thanks. And, and I'm happy you're a part of it, Ray. Oh you're my gosh. Like putting yeah. your heart into the music <laughs> and you can tell. So it's like, it, it's all coming together with all these different pieces. And I like, I just think you hit the nail on the head with like, oh. it is so important to see yourself like, and that begins when you're just in preschool, yeah. <laughs> like even when you're little. Yeah. And I think Cree, um, Cree Summer did this round table recently. Mm-hmm. And I love how she talked about like animation is a place where you can be anything. And like, yeah, why not see native people? <laughs> like, yeah. Isn't that crazy? We can start there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I just think like, Spirit Rangers, like, while I love writing with, you know, a Native perspective in mind, like, this is for non-Natives, too. Like, this is just to see, like, kids be kids and be superheroes. And I'm hoping that, like, just kids in general will love it and think they're fun and just... We don't have to, you know, put a spotlight on it, but they're just right. like going on adventures and they so happen to be native and that's where their magic comes from. And that yes. native kids will be able to be like, uh, my culture is magic. It's still wow. here. It's still, it's, wow. it's, you know, powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I'm hoping <laughs> we'll yeah. get across. There's something I've been um, kind of like, like marinating in the past couple of weeks. And I've been thinking about how like, I think it's like this tradition in storytelling um, with movies and television about making like, like, uh, like changing the world or making commentaries or being able to like create metaphors of um, like, how am I, I'm not not articulating this very well, (laughs) but like being able (laughs) to make statements through like fantastical realms, you know, and being able to, um, I think that with spirit rangers and with many other stories that are being told in a way that is, you know, like in a, in a fantastical, like um, alternate reality where things that are, are possible that we dream about. It's a way of really accessing this part of the viewer's imagination to really Mm -hmm. see outside the limitations of society and to understand like, okay, um, so often media has not been very diverse and has, um, we've not heard the stories, the traditional stories of the Chumash and the Cowlitz and, and, and many mm-hmm. other, um, indigenous tribes. We have not heard these stories and to be able to tell them in a way that is geared for children and in a fantastical way and in a fun way and in a funny way yeah. is really, I think, incredibly powerful. Um, mm-hmm. and so, I would love to hear you speak on kind of like changing the world through imagination and like fantastical mm. ways. And if that's something that you've always thought of doing or if it's, you know, like and, and through comedy and or if that's something that kind of just has come naturally to you or if that's something that you've been conscious of with this show. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Really good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how do I change the world? The first thing that came to mind was like all the, um, I guess it, there is a, I just feel very interested that on spirit Rangers, our family is a blended native family. Um, dad is from the Cowlitz tribe. And then mom is from the Shumash tribe. But in the series, we also get to hear stories from other tribes and other regions all over the country. And like that is where I find the magic and the power and like mm. telling these stories and how they've survived mm. against all odds. Yeah. Like we're still stories mm. um but there's like an immense amount of pressure to get it right mm. and also I think like I've been really exploring this whole idea of like it's just fascinating like we're commodifying our culture in a mm. way and I feel this sense of like trust and I like <laughs> mm. to do well with these stories and mm -hmm make sure we're doing a good job yeah. because that's what we want to do. And I think like having native voices all over the show, it, you know, it's in good hands. Like we're going to do a good job and, and, and show, I hope we're going to do a good job. Oh yeah. <laughs> show, um, you know, that these stories are still around today, even yeah. though they've been, <laughs> they've been around much, much longer, but right. I think the whole thing of like, yes, this is native magic and stuff, but I like winking at the, idea that it's still alive now mm. like who's to say coyote isn't around the corner mm. <laughs> giving us signals or something yeah so I, I kind of yeah. like blending those two a bit yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's so powerful and I would love to kind of unpack that pressure um because yeah. I I know um I you know have felt that especially you know from me, I, I remember I I performed this song called "Mother Will Meet Again" um, at a a, per, a screening of Gather that you attended virtually. Yeah, yeah, thank you. But um, the song is about like returning home and yeah. kind of like reconnecting with Mother Earth. And um, you know, I talk a lot about on the podcast about coming from an intersectional identity, and yeah. you know, we've spoken already about like walking of two worlds, and so. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think that speaking up for my indigenous identity, mm -hmm. just as like my Latinx identity and my Asian American identity is so mm -hmm. important to me. And I never want to shy away from it because that would be a part of silencing something that I think is so important to right. shine light on. But also speaking um, up for these stories and up for, um, you know, diversity and, and whatnot can also feel like an immense amount of pressure to do it right. And, um, so, uh, I would love to hear about, you know, one, if you, I mean, you've said you've experienced the pressure and how do you keep centered whenever you start feeling overwhelmed by that pressure? Oh yeah. I feel like, so there is a lot of pressure, but at the same time, like every week, every day, honestly, mm -hmm. like. I am so lucky to be surrounded by teammates like yourself yeah. who just tell me every day how grateful they are the show exists. Yes. And like, it just makes me feel like, okay, like even if we, you know, we fumble here and there, mm -hmm. like the next show that comes after Spirit Rangers will do that much better. And the wow. show after that will do even more better. And wow. I just think like, we just got to start somewhere and I'm wow. happy to do that. Oh, like I- wow. I'm going to cry. So so <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, I think we're not on camera. Me too. Um, <laughs> But like following like Molly of Denali, I thought yeah. I think that show is so cute. And I'm like, 
learning from them what we can apply to spirit rangers and i'm hoping the next show after that will apply what we both learned to their next series so i think that kind of alleviates me a little bit just knowing like i'm not gonna be the only one it may feel like that right now Mm -hmm. which is like where a lot of the pressure comes from but i just keep telling myself there's gonna be a ton of native stuff like 2020 has been like a crap year for many reasons but has been a renaissance for native media yes we've talked about that on the pod too (laughs) yeah yeah i'm just like celebrating every day i i hear you um and yeah, I know we've, we've talked about that on the pod about, uh, you know, we're a lot of the friends of the pod are indigenous owned clothing brands Amazing. who are doing incredible right now. And I'm just very grateful. And I think that there is like this shift of consciousness this year of, oh, um, we need to be supporting, you know, black owned, indigenous owned, by mm-hmm. owned companies and voices and media and shows, animation. And so, um, you know, it's been an a very rough year, but I am grateful for that shift very much. Um, oh, I agree. And like yeah. of all the years, who would have thought the pandemic year? I know, <laughs> I know. It's, it's oh. pretty wild. But um, <laughs> I wanted to say when you were talking about like kind of being the first, um, yeah. you know, and have you ever read um, Shonda Rhimes' book, The Year of <gasps> Yes? Yes, I have you read love it? that oh my, oh my god! Okay, oh, I'm so oh, glad. <laughs> Because she talks a lot about that, like being the first of of different, you know, being the first, you know, and how she felt this immense pressure. Like if she, you know, screws up, then she is ruining it uh, for like other black women uh, directors and and showrunners and creators. And she's like, I I can't I can't mess up, you know, and that immense pressure. And it's not often talked about. And people, you know, when I talk about that, feeling that pressure as a singer songwriter, um, yeah. as someone speaking out for the things that I do as a music artist, people are like, why do you feel that way? That's crazy. Just like, it's great. Just like be happy. And like, why do you mm-hmm. feel so much pressure? And I'm like, no, there <laughs> is immense, there is that pressure and it's, it can get difficult. And I, I really love your attitude of like, it's true. Like we are just one small step in like a yes. greater journey of change. And yes. um, it's not mm-hmm. all on our shoulders, you know, our ancestors are here with us, are like the people, yeah. the storytellers to come are here with us. And so that's a, I, I love that. It's a very powerful way of thinking about it. And yeah, yeah. you don't want to explode otherwise. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I gotta tell myself that. And then also like, I remind myself every day. I'm just like, I am making cartoon. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's my, my, um, Parents are both first responders, so when we have phone wow. calls, I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh I could my <laughs> Yeah, so our lives are very. All my everybody in my family is either a nurse or a cop, and then I'm like, wow. I'm gonna write cartoons. Yeah, what? And yeah, wow. our days are so different, and it is always humbling. I'm like, oh, like maybe it's okay. I can just like take a step back and being like, I'm creating culture. This is fun, and I do want this journey to be fun and not all stress and and it oh, is yeah. I, I, it's, yeah it's the best I have the best job in the world I I love that you said that because that's something we've like been really unpacking on the pod because <laughs> I am so guilty and Erica is and many creatives of like taking ourselves so seriously you know <laughs> I mean like this is so serious and like I'm gonna pull my hair out until it's perfect and like 
you know, and at the end of the day, it's like actually like the whole basis of creativity is to have fun. And so if yes. we're not having fun, like I don't no. think we're doing our jobs correctly. <laughs> you know, like there's got to be some levity in this. There's got to be some fun. Um, but okay, so totally. I really, really want to know, you know, you're the child of first responders. How did you find animation? Oh my gosh. I, so I think <laughs> I've always wanted to be an artist first and a writer. I was like, maybe I'll do both. Like even when I was in kindergarten, I was like, I'm going to be an artist writer. I want to make comic books, graphic novels, or write middle grade novels. Yeah. I cannot draw for crap. So that, <laughs> that dream died, but writing has like always stuck with me. And like, mm. I always wanted to do this and just kind of was like, well, at least I as soon as I found out you don't have to draw to do animation, which I think yeah. a lot of people don't know, right. it's like you can just write a script and it goes off to the art team and they can wow. take it from there. So cool. um, once I figured that out, I was like, game over. I love mm. cartoons and yeah. monsters and magic and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But yeah, and my family, like, so my mom is a nurse in the operating rooms and mm. she's worked on like, oh my gosh, it's crazy, Ray. Like my parents, I, that gene just like skipped wow. me. Like she works on the heart team and like the burn wow. unit and like delivers babies. And I'm wow. just like, if I get a bloody nose, I'm like, am I going to pass out? This is so gross. Oh <laughs> like, I can't even I, I'm with you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then my dad is like, he was on the SWAT team for 10 years and then did undercover detective work. Like, Whoa. yeah. Can, I, like, so he's like, can our next TV show be about your family? Especially he had a movie about one of his cases. It was called alpha dog. It had like Justin Timberlake. Wait, and I, in it. Are you kidding? Wait, wait, wait. I'm like starstruck right now. I have seen alpha dog and I, I'm, I'm going to cry right now. Just thinking about alpha dog because that uh, it story is oh like heart wrenching yes. rip out your soul and your father worked on the case yes he went so i haven't seen the movie because it is a very tough subject but yeah my dad he went down to brazil to catch uh jesse james hollywood and it's so funny oh my the I was gosh i'm losing my mind right now it's like his life is so like he looks all badass too like he's super buff tatted and like <laughs> but at the same time he has two chihuahuas that are both five pounds so like him walking those dogs around the block is oh the funny thing my. and Can then I have like your dad be the next guest on the pod like oh my gosh this is wild. i can talk about my dad forever he's just so fascinating but oh my gosh wow wow very wow. different I mean, so yeah, my mom is definitely more analytical, logical. My dad, mm -hmm. he is um, Shumash grew up on the res. Yeah. He is a storyteller naturally. Like he is like, even though he's this badass cop who's like catching mm -hmm. monsters, real life monsters. Um, that is where I kind of started learning my culture is like mm -hmm. as a little like he would tell us the story of the owl or the stories of coyote wow. or of like the bear doctors from our tribe so like I always I feel so grateful that he did that and made me believe that my culture was magical because wow. I did I grew up thinking Shumash stories were magic and I just am yeah. forever grateful for that so it's a big part of my <laughs> uh, wow. writing now obviously for Spirit Rangers wow oh my gosh that is so so fascinating I, I always love hearing about like creative folks and like 
their parents, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm just, I'm starstruck like in many ways right now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, well, oh my gosh, it's been such an incredible honor to chat today on the pod. I'm just always learning from you and just said such <laughs> awe of your storytelling and the power of this project that you are working on that I have the pleasure of being a part of. And um, I'm just so excited for the world to get to see it. Um, and so, um, yes, everyone's got to stay tuned. And so I'm going to ask you our, our last question that we ask everyone on the pod before we go. And that's in one sentence, what does it mean to you to create well? Uh, it, that's a good, I should have had my question prepared. Right? You can do a couple sentences, no problem. <laughs> What does it mean to create? Well, gosh, I feel like it's really just creating with your heart. I love how you brought up that creativity is supposed to be fun because I think that's what it really is. Like I write cartoons for a living. I make cartoons for a living. If I'm not having fun every day, then I am doing it wrong. Like that's that's what I think it'll show in the final product. And it does, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Spirit Raiders will come out until probably 2022, maybe. so it won't be for a while, but yeah. that just, you know, I get to have fun with my team that much longer. Yeah, so fun. I, I love that. And I, and I always, you know, whenever I'm working on a Spirit Ranger song, I know yeah. if I'm not laughing and smiling and like dancing around yeah. through the process that it's like, it's not ready yet. Um, right? And it yeah. has to be fun. It has exactly. to be fun. And so I think we just figured out the theme for this week's episode. We did. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Carissa. This has been such a joy and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Ray, for having me and for the podcast existing. I think it's so perfect right now. So again, (laughs) thank you. And now for the Create Well Challenge of the Week. And the Create Well Challenge this week is to do something that brings you joy whether it was something you loved as a kid, a game, or just something without any purpose or goal in mind. Just do something that brings you joy, whether that's jump rope, hula hoop, bake a cake, whatever you feel like doing, that's your challenge. Thank you for journeying with us in Creating Well. If you're interested in supporting us, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash createwell. Our Patreon followers will have exclusive access to monthly live Q&As, extra photo content, and giveaways. Thank you to our first patron executive producer, Susan Anderson Nelson. And this week's featured song is Dumb Little Life by Scout. Up, burnt 
It's hard. 